0: The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the All Local.
1: Just hoping for not too much property damage and, uh, you know, seems like everyone's working pretty hard to get the mud out. So probably expecting to be shoveling more mud on Monday.
0: Digging out, cleaning up from another round of rain, but there's no break on the horizon just yet. Good morning. I'm Dan Mitchinson. Let's get straight to the latest weather information for you and an update from the National Weather Service. Joining us on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline is Braden Murdoch, a meteorologist with the NWS. Um, Braden, this this round that went through over the last couple of hours, um, any idea how much rain we got? How widespread it was?
1: Pretty widespread. Everybody got their fair share from this one. Uh, most of all in the Santa Cruz Mountains, where we saw areas appro- still approaching that five inch mark because the rain hasn't exactly completely exited that area yet. But a lot of areas getting above that inch mark. Even some of those rain shadowed areas. Uh, So, a lot of folks seeing this rain, a lot of folks saw that wind, and that has led to some damage in some areas. Uh,
0: Yeah, it, it certainly has. Any idea what kind of totals that we're looking at today, or if we're going to get any kind of break?
1: So, the main rain band is starting to exit and push into the Sacramento Valley. Afterwards, we're going to be seeing some slight chances for showers and maybe even a few storms as we continue into the evening. These are going to be kind of scattered and unorganized, so it's going to be one of those situations where your neighbor might get hit, but not so much you. But those chances are going to be lingering into the night, and then we have another few chances coming through Sunday night, going into Monday.
0: Mm. Uh, one state official I was I was reading earlier uh, said this was amongst the the most deadly natural disasters in in the modern history of our state. As a forecaster, can you remember anything like this in in recent memory, where we've just gotten hit, you know, day after day, week after week, now for two weeks?
1: So last, uh, uh, I guess the year before last year now, we did have a pretty persistent uh, week where we had from Christmas to New Year's, we had a low-pressure system coming through almost every other day, leaving us with chances for rain. What we're getting on this one is persistent cold fronts passing through, and that has really led to some high magnitudes, especially since some of those cold fronts were atmospheric rivers. So it's been a long time since we've seen these kind of conditions. The last few years, we've really been in a deficit within the water year at this point, especially last year where we really didn't have that much rain in January at all. But, uh, yeah, this is kind of turning the page on a whole different setup for the start of the new year compared to what we saw for a good portion of last year.
0: All right. For those football fans, they're going to be out at 1.30 this afternoon for the 49ers. Uh, Any chance we'll get a break, or you think they better take the Jackets?
1: So I would bring my jacket uh, because there's still going to be some scattered chances out there. The widespread rain is going to be exiting by then, and it's also going to be breezy, still around 21 mile-per-hour gusts in the area. So make sure you're prepared for that.
0: All right, Braden, appreciate it. As always, that is Braden Murdoch, meteorologist with the National Weather Service. Uh, meanwhile, emergency evacuations are underway in Felton Grove in Santa Cruz County. Water levels are rising, according to officials there. Anyone living in the area should leave immediately. Uh, this uh, coming up on social media, according to county officials. Shelter sites at Cabrillo College and the Santa Cruz County Fairgrounds remain open. Uh, stay tuned to KCBS as we continue to follow the story and bring you more. Our coverage will continue this morning. And, of course, up into the mountains, dangerous conditions, expected to Tuesday, through Tuesday, rather, with more snow uh, today, tonight, Sunday, Monday, and into Tuesday afternoon. Now to Marin County, where several people have been forced to evacuate. After a mudslide slammed into a number of apartment buildings, officials with Marin County Sheriff's Office say no one was injured. About 15 people were forced out. At least one building was red-tagged. This slide happened in Fairfax Friday and penetrated at least two of the buildings and impacted two others. Bay Area governments are working to replace decades-old infrastructure that have led to problems at wastewater facilities during these recent storms. KCPS's Bob Butler continues our coverage this morning and reports several plants have had to release raw sewage because their plants were
1: overwhelmed. We've had a lot of rain, but nothing compared to New Year's Eve. When we
0: have kind of a normal sunny day, East Bay Mud will receive around 50 million gallons a day in wastewater to treat. On the 31st, we received 13 times our normal flows, so we got around 650 million gallons to treat that day.
1: East Bay Mud's Andrea Polk says they were able to treat 98% of the wastewater here at the plant near the Bay Bridge, but the remaining two percent is 12 million gallons of raw sewage going into the bay.
0: All of that rainfall is diluting the bacteria that is in that wastewater, but nonetheless, it is still bacteria. Eileen
1: White is executive officer of the Regional Water Board.
0: Here in the East Bay, the cities of Alameda, Albany, Berkeley, Emeryville, Oakland, Piedmont, and Steve Sanitary District, along with East Bay Municipal Utility District that treats the wastewater for those agencies, each of those agencies every year
1: are investing millions of dollars in fixing the Old sewer pipes. White says they've been working since 2014 to meet a 2036 deadline. Had they not been doing that, there would have been a lot more raw sewage released New Year's Eve. In Oakland, Bob Butler, KCBS.
0: Reporter Emily Valdez has some rainy weather tips on how to look for hidden doggy dangers.
1: Sharon Hawa with Best Friends Animal Society says leaving pets trapped outside in a yard in a big storm can be a death sentence. The worst thing that
0: can happen is if an animal is crated or leashed and is stuck um, not
1: being able to help themselves get out into an elevated position. Um, if the ground does become saturated or flooded. Howa says there's also dangers after the storm. Don't let your dog drink from puddles, which could be contaminated with toxins. It's
0: really important to try and stay away from flood water because you don't know what's in the water. And then try to
1: dry off your pet as quickly as possible because... The longer your pet remains wet, the the higher the chances are for bacterial growth and fungal infections or or any other type of inflammation on their skin. And always have an evacuation plan ready to go for your four-legged fur children. Emily Valdez, KCBS.
0: All right, some strong winds likely this afternoon, especially up on the foothills and mountains. Rain is sticking around through this weekend with our temperatures in the 50s. If you are traveling, it is wet and windy up at the capital right now. They're getting some thunderstorms and some heavy rain. The mountains, we still have a winter storm warning that will remain in effect till 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning. They're looking for snow totals anywhere from one to two feet for the Tahoe Basin, three to five feet above 7,000 feet. Wind gusting as high as 100 miles miles an hour across the sierra ridgetop so keep that in mind if you're thinking about going up that way rain should ease up by tuesday and then it looks like we have another chance for showers on wednesday and then clearing up thursday and the salinas river has peaked above flood stage it is expected to stay there through at least this afternoon that's prompted evacuation orders for many of the low-lying areas and nick Pasculi is chief public information officer for monterey county and he says
1: the trouble spots remain the salinas river In the same locations that they were yesterday, which essentially is from Spreckles to the Salinas Lagoon, those flood evacuation orders are still in effect, but we are monitoring it closely both uh, with boots on the ground and with data from the USGS.
0: A lot of homes and land have already been impacted.
1: Unfortunately, there have been folks with homes that have been impacted by this, both in the Salinas Valley and in Carmel Valley. um, And of course, um, in other parts of our region. So it's not big neighborhoods per se, but there are people who have been unfortunately impacted. Farmland certainly has been impacted quite a bit. The estimate right now is about 20,000 acres.
0: And he says they are keeping a very close eye on the water level, more evacuations are possible. When a San Francisco gallery owner turned his garden hose on a homeless woman in front of his business last week, it shined a spotlight on the city's limitations in dealing with mentally ill people living on the streets. As KCBS's David Welsh
1: reports, Mayor London Breed agrees something needs to change. By now, you've probably heard the story. A frustrated downtown gallery owner decided the only way to move a homeless woman from the sidewalk in front of his store was by spraying her with a garden hose. He later admitted he was wrong, saying that he snapped. Frustration that comes in part from the city's inability to deal with a growing problem. Mayor London Breed says she's frustrated, too. Our system is broken, and right now, um, you know, Senator Scott Weiner have been working for years to um, make some changes to our conservatorship laws. But for Breed, changes have to come at the state level. For their part, Breed argues the city is doing its best to improve the situation. There's a homeless outreach team that are doing something. There's the street medicine team. There's the, crisis, the uh, street crisis uh, response team. Which all show the city's desire to sidestep traditional policing. But Breed says until conservatorship laws change, the city can only do so much. Here's the difference. You can't force people to to accept that help. In San Francisco, David Welch, KCBS.
0: Seattle man has been arrested in Belmont for allegedly tampering with an ATM machine. Bank of American Technician found a skimming device on one of those machines and a camera that was set up nearby. Skimming device is a piece of technology that is attached to an ATM that steals your data, your PIN number, according to the FBI. And investigators remind you if a machine asks for more information than usual, like your CVC code on the back of an ATM card, it could be a sign of tampering according to a police subscribe to the all local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker
1: 24 7 by saying play kcbs radio